It's Vikings week, and everybody's liking that Russell Wilson. But can he take care of business this Sunday night? Prime time without Kirk Cousins playing. Williams isn't going to be joining us, guys. He's got a little bit of family business to take care of. It's going to be me and Becker, and we're giving it to you on a throwback Thursday edition. Of this program. Let's get it. Yeah. Oh my goodness gracious. Who do you think you are? I am. What it do, baby? Yeah. Are you kidding me? Limited. Oh. Can't do it. Oh, give me strength. Give me strength. Give me strength. We're really doing it, guys. It's Vikings week. I honestly, Danny said he couldn't be here today. He's going to be at a funeral. Thoughts and prayers to him and his family. Tease, we love T's and P's. We love the Williamses. Um, and even Danny deserves a, an hour off of hard work per week. I was about I was about to text you, Alex, and say, "Hey, can't do it. Can't do it. Can't make it. That's all right. Big day in Grand County today. I got to get up there. I got a little stop in Blackhawk on the way. I said Hawk. <laughs> okay, it's gonna snow. I feel it's coming, but it's. It's Broncos Vikings week. I had to be here. I just couldn't. Just biggest week of the year. I couldn't not be here. Uh, not to mention our beloved Buffaloes. I, I got to admit, I think we're the number one sports talk show in the city that, that talks buffs. There's some DNVR action where they got like a whole thing dedicated to the buffs. I don't know if I count that as a radio show. Yeah, I don't know if I count that. That's like a dedicated blog or yeah, a fan podcast vlogger. Yeah. Yeah, um, KOA like they're the they got Mark Johnson, they got the Buffs. Eh, I don't hear them talking it very often. They got too much Broncos to get to, right? So to have the Broncos and Vikings this week plus the Buffs, I'm telling you, Buffs get to five wins, they make a bowl game, right? Most teams got to get to six. Buffs get to five wins, they make a bowl game. That pretty much pays for a lot of different things, right? Pays for an extension for your coach if you're looking to add one of those. It pays for facilities. Pays for upgrades to your stadium like a brand new scoreboard, which will be in soon. And, board. and what else does it pay for? Players, right? You need money nowadays to pay for players. Part of me was thinking that maybe Coach Prime would not accept a bowl bid unless he got to the number six. But even I don't even even Coach Prime as brash as he is. Yeah, that would be pretty. Uh, <laughs> that would be foolish. Geez, that would be. Dumb. I think that would be foolish. As well as I could kind of see him doing it. He's like, Nah, man, we ain't taking that. We ain't taking a five. You know, almost to pump his guys up for that sixth game of the year. And then even if you had to go back on it, just tiptoe your way back and say, you know, we couldn't pass up this opportunity to play in the Boise Potato Bowl. You know, against a great team like. Uh, Whatever, whoever. You know. Ah, the famous Idaho Potato Bowl. Oh, Air Force, you right? Dark and ominous. Wouldn't an Air Force CU game be wonderful this year? Um, so, golly, there's so much on the line. And 
And what's crazy is they lost the day, right? That's a Friday night game. I remember having tickets to a Friday night game. I remember thinking about taking my son out to an 830 game Friday night. Stanford. Stayed home. Thought it was the best idea ever when we went to bed at halftime on a 30-degree day when it was 29 nothing. Like high-fiving each other. Uh, Great call, guys. Like, good. you know what? We'll go, we'll go to the Arizona game or something, bud. Yeah, that sounds good, Dad. Let's hang home tonight. Oh, man. Oh, man. That was a real... I mean, the text messages that were rolling in at like 1 in the morning... All my brothers, all you know, G's probably texting me, telling me how bad Coach Prime is. It's it's one of those things where these Friday night games are a little freaky. Um, freaky Friday, th- crazy things can happen. And wouldn't it just be crazy if the Buffs just take care of business, play a four-quarter game, take down the Cougs who are kind of flailings. What is this flailings you mentioned? They're flailings. They don't have a conference even. They're kind of... They're like a ship without a rudder right now. They're just whichever way the wind blows. And so far, it's been blowing kind of south for them. If, if the Buffs can sneak out that fifth victory of the year, it will be monumental. It'll be momentous, right? But Coach Prime's not a moment. Coach Prime's a monument. So, man, we're going we're gonna to have to keep, uh, keep thinking about the way that that game's going to have to go. For me, it's, it comes down to four quarters. You know, I'm not sure I've quite seen a full four-quarter game out of these Buffaloes. Um, TCU? TCU? I mean, they gave up like 30-something points. TCU was a sweet game. They had to keep battling. Every quarter, it was like... And then in the fourth quarter, they were down at least once, maybe twice. They had to come from behind. Right. So that one... I mean, Nebraska, they started a little bit slow in the first half, but they were still... I mean, the defense was... Causing all that havoc, you know, forcing all those fumbles. I'm going to say Nebraska's a three-quarter game, maybe even two. That first half was like, and Nebraska, by the way, they can't beat Northwestern. They lost to the Gophers. Like, you know, all my Scurs fans, all my Scurs buddies, including Mr. Bloomfield Beef himself, Mark Bloomfield, Mr. Dr. Kenny Burson, right? Like some of my best buddies and and some of the guys that help this show the most, huge Scurs fans, great dudes. Yeah, they be right. Isn't, isn't Cheetah? Cheetah's a Cheetah's ha- Hawkeye. Oh, he is. He's okay. Iowa. Yep, through and through. Um, but he talks slow like a Nebraska boy. Uh, it, to me, it's funny to see them knocking Coach Prime. I'm like, I don't know, guys. I, I wouldn't knock it until you ride it. But it, it that's one shot. It'll that's all come shot, to kid. man. It'll all come to fruition if they can go ahead and get that fifth win of the season. Doesn't sound like much. But when you had like in the last two years combined, I think four, maybe I think maybe they had three and then one or something like that or two and one. I mean, I, I, you know, I got people looking from the outside in my brothers down in Tampa are texting me. Yeah, it's cool. It's a they're playing for clicks, but he can't coach for nothing. <laughs> this is like it's a movie. I'm like, go look at the go look at the schedule. These guys have played and then go look at the Rams. It's on my it's on my, you know, my realtor Pfeiffer. Once you meet Pfeiffer, you'll be a lifer. He sends me the schedules. I got them all right there. Colorado State's playing some junk squads, right? They beat Boise. That was sweet. What else? They beat. That was a luck, kind of a lucky win, also. I, yeah, all 400 people that were there to see it have <laughs> great, great folklore to tell about that one. But I'm just telling this buff schedule, non conference alone was beefy, right? You've got a cross state rival, an in state rival and a team that participated in the national championship last year, minus a few quality players. Okay? I get it. They weren't the same team. 
then you just run this gauntlet in this conference that's like falling apart and has never been stronger in its whole existence. I don't think the Pac-12 has ever been this strong. And it's not going to be around in like 40 days. Yeah, usually you get like at least one cupcake, right? Maybe one or two cupcakes every single season. I think this is the cupcake. Even yeah, Arizona. I, thought, I felt Stanford was. Well, it was until it wasn't. It was until it wasn't. Yeah, it's, it can't be a cupcake if you if they spot you 29 and beat you by three. But that's the one game where you're like, okay, that's a win. You know. Like, well, in Arizona State, I'm like, we got this. And next thing you know, I'm over at, you know, Huddy's place. And we're watching field goals go through. And we're praying that that thing goes. You know, even Arizona State was a tough game. And it was last year, too, when I was in Boulder watching them. I mean, I'm just, I, I couldn't be more proud of Coach Prime and more stoked, even though I know their their shortcomings were huge, huge shortcomings. And that includes Oregon State. I think you should have bought, beat Arizona. And, and, and like we discussed yesterday, had you beat Stanford, you'd, you wouldn't be playing for your sixth win. You'd have already had your sixth win by now. You'd have taken that momentum into your sixth win by now. You'd be going for your seventh win. And there'd be talks of like, man, if we can beat Utah, do you think we could get a New Year's Eve game? Not New Year's Day, but maybe a New Year's New Eve Year's game. New Year's Six Bowl. Yeah. I don't think an eight-win team, you know, CU would get that. I think there's still a couple better teams out there. But I can just – I just can't tell you how enjoyable this season's been. How sad, I'm kind of sad that it's over. I'm, part of me is still trying to find a way to get my kids in that red truck and drive over to Salt Lake City. Go take them to that badass museum right next to the big-ass Mormon church, right? It's the coolest, like, it's the battle of church and state, right? It's, like, right there. It's like, hey, this is a big, bad old church. And there's, like, there's a bunch of science going on over here. And you're like, ooh, this ought to be good. Salt Lake City, have you ever been? I think once a long time Uh, ago. Great city. Great town. And then you go over to Park City. It's 30 minutes away. And, like, next thing you know, you feel like you're in Breck. Shred some gnar. No, that's where I did my best bobsledding. I'm telling you, if you ever get to Park City, take the bobsled ride down. It's incredible. That's like, that's got to be one of the best ski resorts in the whole nation. Top top three. Utah's known for it, and they're just good folks. They got some goofy rules there, but you know what? Like you didn't realize. I never realized how good the folks were until you go there. Just like Texas, I used to have a bad feeling about Texas. Then you go down there, and everyone is so damn sweet, super kind, real nice. Everyone's nice. The damn the, the food portions are huge. Everything's yes. huge. Yeah. Now if you're cheering for the CU Buffs like I was one day in Austin, Texas, and your Buffs are winning at halftime like they were that one day in Austin, Texas, the guys in the burnt orange get a little less friendly, right? <laughs> Even though they had confidences. I, I, when was that game? That might have been 06? I said forget about it, cuz. 07? Man. They, they lost to Texas in the Big 12 championship game 70-3 to in like 06 or something like that. It might have been. Vince Young? It might have been a year or two after that where you thought they were going to get thumped because they they did in that game. And then next thing you know, they were up at halftime, and then it was like I think there was a blocked punt and a punt return for a touchdown. And then the guys in the burnt orange were starting to be nice to me again. Hey, this guy, this guy. That's how it works, man. And that's even walking through, you know, Boulder campus the other day on an afternoon. How nice was it to not be 10 in the morning or 10 at night? With my son, and I'm just explaining to him, George, there's something special about Division One college football and these campuses. And I'll even sprinkle in Division Two college football because that campus in Golden, Colorado, where the Mines play, is incredible. So 
you know, and we're talking about the band. We're talking about the themes that we're talking about the mascots, you know, like when we go to the game on Sunday to watch Russell Wilson, try and beat Josh Dobbs. There's no band. There's no like student section. Is there a horse? Do they got the horse? Thunder. Yep. Thunder's always there. Oh yeah. Okay. So at least they got a, a live animal on the sideline. Uh, but man, there's just something so special about, and comparing it to years prior when there are no butts in the seats and there's no people in the streets and there was no lines to get in. I can't, I can't tell you how much I love waiting in line to get into Folsom Field on a Saturday. <laughs> you used to just well, roll right up. Just be like, oh, hey, let me, uh, let me finish this. And they're like, no problem, sir. Take your time. And now they're like, move it, move it along, move it, yeah. move it along, move it. <laughs> so, and even in years past, you wouldn't see guys carrying buckets of beer. And now they're every 25 feet at, at, at Folsom. It's a party. I'm just telling you, man, this guy, this coach, he keeps saying it, too. He's like, I'm here. This is where I pay my taxes. This is where my mail comes. This is, you know, that could change. And we know that the only constant on this beautiful earth is change, right? But I wouldn't be in a hurry to get out of Boulder, Colorado, if I was Coach Prime, filling that place up, getting some talented California kids and some talented Texas kids. The Pacific Northwest has got all sorts of talent. Just go ask the Colorado School of Mines, right? I mean, is College Station better than Boulder, Colorado? I've been to Kyle Field in Texas A&M. It's an amazing stadium, state of the art. I'll take Folsom eight days out of, out of the week. Folsom is incredible. Folsom's weird, man. It's tiny. It's old. The hallways, the troughs in the bathroom. Right, ladies? No, you don't. I don't I've never been to, but we got them in ours. Folsom's a gem, and you can make it better while still keeping it, like, super adorable. I would take Boulder, Colorado over Texas A&M. Am I crazy there? Am I biased? I'm obviously biased. I think it's, it's more beautiful. It's more scenic, that's for sure. And, and, I mean, Texas A&M, they need a football coach, not another recruiter. Like, they can already recruit. Um, they need a real football coach. Dion, Dion, I don't think he'd be a great fit there. Well, not to mention they just keep firing guys. Like, they fired their other coach after a win. Kevin Sumlin was doing pretty good. I mean, they're tech. You're Texas A&M, all right. I get it. You got high standards, Miles Dunklin. I get it. Aggie me, man. Aggie me, Aggie. man. I get Kubiak, man. I, I don't know. I'm. I can't think of a, ten spots that are better than Boulder, Colorado. I'm not sure I can think of 10 spots. Help me out out there. 303-831-1340s. Hotline in the text line. Hit us up. We'll get into that Vikings-Broncos game. I'm hot right now. Me and Merrillat are making all the picks. Vitanzi, he's close. He's catching up. But I got three straight picks right with the Hooters girls. And all three of them, I picked the Broncos. This week, I picked the Vikings. Vikes have got six wins, guys. Let's quit messing around. Six or five? Six wins. Same as the 49ers. Same as the Cowboys. One behind the Lions everyone loves so much. And they started like one and three. Dang. Vikes team's got a little bit of game. They still haven't had their bye. Wow. Haven't had their bye yet. Okay. Yeah. It's setting up well. They got the Bears after the Broncos, too. And they still get two shots at the Lions. Yeah. Wow. In December. Actually, I think one of them is in January, last game of the year. Yep. January 7th. 
There's something to be said, guys, about, man, when you're streaking. But guess who else is streaking right now? These are the two hottest teams in the NFL. Other than maybe the team playing tonight. The Ravens are kind of, the Ravens are dialed in. Yeah, they did choke that game, so maybe maybe they the did Vikes, choke the yeah, game against yeah. the Cleveland. Yeah. And then Philly, I can't tell if Philly's good or not, or if they just get to like fourth and one, and then everyone just runs a rugby play. I still think I mean they're the best. They they don't they're the only one lost team, and they're complete. They're the best uh, up front, O line and D line. The Broncos can get this W this weekend. Everything changes, right? But if they lose, is it back to the same old, same old? I don't know. Let's talk about it more on the other side. We talking about popping, I promise I'm feeling the way. I took the bodies up out of my closet, I buried them deep and they still in the way. I fed up the crib with cars, the halls with all in all. I'm still out in space. Bad a particular taste, picky eater, I guess. But I'm still stuff in my face. She got a natural rap like a natural do like the best she don't like the lace. And when his daddy would visit, he'd come along. When they gather around and started talking, that's when Billy would take me walking. Out through the backyard, we go walking. Then he look into my eyes. Lord knows to my okay. I see what we're doing here. This one's for Father Charlie and Sister Maria. I don't know if you know this, but my dad was a priest, Catholic priest. I am the son of a preacher man. But you want to sprinkle a little craziness on Tava. He married a nun, Sister Maria. That's my mom. Her name's Bonnie Jean. But she changed her name to Maria after she was in the convent. So we just call her Maria. Sister Maria. Father Charlie. Man. They call him Bill, though. I don't know. Things are weird in Illinois, man. They call my dad, whose name is Charlie, Bill. And then we call my mom, whose name's Bonnie Jean by birth. We call her Maria. They had to, I don't get it. I don't get it. They had to move out of there right after they got married there. Moved to Minnesota, and we've been, uh, damn, we've been struggling Vikings fans ever since then. At least when they moved to Minnesota in, like, the 60s, late 60s. My oldest brother was born in 69. Giggity. Uh, nice. Yeah, they got to watch the Vikings lose Super Bowls. I have only, in my existence, got to watch them lose NFC Championship games. Probably about six or seven, I think, by now. Let's see. There was the Saints against Sean Payton. Yep. That one stung. Game. Yeah, that one stings. Uh, uh, Falcons in 98. Falcons in 98. Yep. The New York Giants blanked us with Randy Moss. Oh, was that like 41-0, right? Yeah. I think Belichick knew what plays were coming. I think he was the DC back then. I could be wrong. Um, oh, the Eagles, right? Nick Foles. That was nice of them to do that. Uh, Keenum. Yeah. Yeah. That was right after the miracle. We were feeling good. We were road... Favorites. Were Eagles favorites? were home dogs as the one seed for a night Dang. game in chilly Philly with them angry fans. That was like 38-7, too. Dang, I'm, there's got to be one or two more missing. We probably lost one to, like, Steve Young, I think. When I was maybe, you know, like, I don't know. It's tough sledding. But there's uh, there's only one team that's that's helped helped me get over this loss. And it's the Broncos, right? Because they've gone through it. They've gone through the struggles of losing Super Bowls. And they came out on top with John Elway. They came out on top with Terrell Davis with great running backs, great defenses. So it gives me hope just, just seeing you Broncos fans, how you, you – what's funny, too, is that you, you know, 
you expect Super Bowls like every year now. It's crazy. And if you don't get one, you're like, fine, might as well get the top pick in the draft. <laughs> What's the point of anywhere in between? Even though like it's been probably eight years since we've, we've had a Super Bowl standard team here in, in the town. But there was a stretch there where you were never in the bottom half of the draft. And by bottom, I mean closest to number one. Right? So I'd always feel like I'd rather have the 20th pick in the draft than was in the playoffs last year and at least had a shot. And that's kind of what this Vikings team has given me a chance to like, we started slow and I'm like, just get me in the dance. Just give me a shot. Just give me a puncher's chance in this playoffs and we'll see what can happen. And I think either one of these teams, like once, once this game is all said and done on Sunday night, right? And we're up a little late and we're traffic's we're bumper to bumper trying to get out of that empower field there. We're going to know a lot more about this Broncos team for sure. If they hold the Vikings to like under 20 points again, and win a nice game in prime time, keeping it going against, that's a six-win team you just beat. The Bills don't got six wins yet, right? And we were all going crazy when you beat them. And the Chiefs got their, you know, the Chiefs got all their wins, right? But my point is, this is a huge game for Denver's momentum to keep it going. Same with the Vikings. Like, is this just some kind of, like, fantasy? Is this real life? Is Joshua Dobbs? It's a trap. <laughs> it's a trap. I was waiting. Yeah. Trap. I, I, to me, it's coming down to, to, to two guys, two badass dudes, Vance Joseph and Brian Flores. It's coming down to defense, which if I'm a Broncos fan, God bless the Broncos defense. Thank you, Lord. Minus that 70-point game. But the funny thing is we can't even make jokes about that anymore. We used to, like, when we would have guests in here and they were nervous about being on the radio, we'd go, hey. If you're ever nervous, you can always just say, I think the Dolphins just scored again. That one hits, right? Can't even make that joke again because teams aren't having a hard time getting to 20 points. Teams are having a hard time scoring two touchdowns. What was it? Mahomes and Allen combined scored one. Yeah. Uh, Allen threw the one over the top. Nice touchdown pass to like tight end or. Oh, yeah. Dalton Kincaid. They'll see him there. Nice play. Great play. And Mahomes got zero. Yeah, he was sick. I get it. Then he shouldn't have played. If he's going to get you zero touchdowns, he yeah. shouldn't have played. Yeah, Den- Denver really dominated that game. I mean, you hold Mahomes under 20 points twice and then allow a 70-burger to the Dolphins, I think that's just an outlier. Um, you know, it was just one of those hot, humid days. They, they mailed it in halfway through the game. Uh, it, it, have you ever seen a defense go from, like, that bad to this good that quick? You know, what a turnaround. Yeah, it's it's been, you know, it's one of those things where all those guys, you know, early in the year, and that's what's crazy is, we got a lot of hot takes in September and October. I, I, you know, I've realized that, you know, cool down by November, you know, in December when the snow starts to fall, all of our hot takes kind of fall back in line and it comes back to some real basic principles. Defense wins games. Defense wins championships. Defense wins divisions, right? Defense is what you need at all times because offense is hard. Even though you know the play, like, offense is hard. Running the ball is hard. Teams don't do it very much no more. I wish they did it more. I wish teams ran the ball like the Arizona Wildcats ran the ball on Saturday against Coach Prime. 180 yards for their dude. Yeah, the Michigan. I wish teams ran the ball like Michigan Michigan. runs the damn ball. Would they run 32 straight plays against Penn State with the run? 32 plays in a row? Shadur Sanders needs to hand that ball off more, right? Russ Wilson... 
the more Russ drops back, you think the better? I don't. Josh Dobbs, 30 attempts in a game? I mean, I guess. But wouldn't it be better if you could get Josh Dobbs 28 and get your running backs 28 each? Right. And maybe you don't blow them out, and maybe you don't hit your 31 points per game threshold you were trying to hit because you're such a great coach. But aren't you deep down just trying to win one game on one day by one point? Isn't that the thing? Right? Don't got to be sexy. You just want to, at the end, when you're getting on the bus to go back to the airport or when you're taking your car back home, you want to have that dub. That's all that these guys want, right? Oh, man. I think it's going to come down to who runs the ball better against these stout defenses. And then this is a no-brainer, guys. Turnovers, right? Four and a half turnovers the Broncos are getting in their last two games. <laughs> Five and four? In That's two, amazing. In two games? Takeaway City. Takeaway City. That's the name of the game. And still, they're struggling to, you know, they got to win it with a walk-off second kick field goal attempt. But without those turnovers, you would have lost that game, right? Turnovers are a key to success. Winning that battle is huge. And then... These quarterbacks got to convert on third down. Whoever converts on third down more frequently, more successfully, no-brainer news alert, guys, is going to have a much better chance of winning this football game. Broncos last week against the Bills on Monday night, out of the first 10 third downs they had, five of them were double digits in terms of yards to go. Third and 10, third and 11, third and 17. Holding penalty in there, false start on Cush. You know, Garrett Bowles, he don't got Dalton Reisner next to him to tell him the snap count no more. He's falling off sides. Man, Reisner's been good with the Vikings. Reisner's been a real blessing. I saw uh, Brian Baldinger on Twitter was praising him, showing some, showing him some clips from uh, him protecting Dobbs. He really has done a nice job, and I I wonder. it'll be That'll be a number I'm going to keep an eye on there, the left guard for the purple and white, when I'm sitting there in Rob B's luxurious lower bowl seats. Yeah. Probably be going against Zach Allen, maybe some DJ Jones there in the interior. Yeah, and it'll be interesting. Let's get let's come back to that on Monday. Okay, A B, what you take you take a look. I'll take a look. We'll see. I'll take a look. You know he's we'll gonna be fired up for this one. Well, I mean old Dalton. And you know, guys that know Dalton better than I do made it sound like, you know, he had a tough decision to make. And the decision was, should I play hurt? And then my, you know, my pro fantasy football rating brought to you by Collinsworth's company. You know, goes down. What is it? Fantasy football uh, yeah, focus. Pro, pro football focus. Pro football focus. You know, ratings go down. But I'm playing hurt. You know, I'm giving everything to this team. Right. And then at the end of the season, they're giving me a hard time and saying, well, you didn't quite produce how you wanted to. But had he have told him he was hurt, you know, it's. NFL's tough. And if you don't play, you're going to be soft, and then you're playing at 50%, but not playing up to your capability. Bro, this happens in fourth grade hoops. Yeah. I mean, this happens with my kids for CK Rams. Um, they stuffed that, you know, hey, are you hurt or can you play? Like, can you play or do I got to take you out? Like, right. you got to ask them. Yeah. They got to answer. <laughs> they're in pain, but they don't, I don't know. Right. They don't want to come out. Right. They don't want to come out. They want to keep playing. Do I got to take you out? No, coach, I'm good. They're hurt. They're playing hurt. They're going to turn the next pass over. Part of my job is to take them out so they don't turn the next pass over. You know what I mean? But I think Reisner got, he got a, I don't know, it was a weird deal because he was asking for good money coming off a season where he gave good effort but didn't have good stats. 
Turns out he was a free agent. He kind of stuck to his guns, though. He didn't take it much lower offers. He didn't go to any sort of crummy situation. And now he finds himself on a team that's... The Vikes are in the playoffs right now. If the season were to end today, Vikes are a seven or a six seed. Right? Depending. I'd, yeah, I'd be shocked if they didn't get in, really. Well, not, and then point. you look, and the way this thing's extrapolating, there's a lot of four-win teams that don't look like they got many wins left in them. Right. And there's plenty of two-win teams that at this point are trying not to win two more games. They're trying to lose. So, yeah, it's it, things are looking good. But if you start, you know, this is the game that where the Vikings are actually not favored. They're, you know. They, they, got, they got a little cushion, too, over Tampa Bay. So they're six and four in that last wild card spot. Tampa Bay's just outside. They're only four and five. Tampa so Bay they got about a two game cushion on. Beat the Vikings head to head, so they do get that tiebreaker. It was in week one. I was there. Yeah, that's right. You're a legend. Yeah. Um, do you know what I just did yesterday too? Speaking of, I was there. What? I went on to Southwest Airlines. I looked around, found myself a flight. Realized I had a little couple extra points, and I've been working hard with our guy, Everything Eddie. From everything hot tubs. You remember him from the homegrown sports days. Of course. You remember him from the early smile high days. Oh, gee. He's back, dude. They're gangster. They're back. They got a new spot in Castle Rock. And it's all it's all the wow down there, man, because they got more space. They can show you more things. Not only are they doing the hot tubs, they're doing the patios, the swim spots, the decking, the gazebos. They got to have a little bit bigger space. They got it now in Douglas County. Um, and what everything Eddie was able to do was he's got tickets to the Vegas Raiders. And so I've been kind of hounding them a little bit. And I said, let me get some of them tickets. Let me help. Let me, you know, let me buy some of those off you quick. And we, we got ourselves a deal. I got some tickets and now trying to find flights. And we've decided, me and my boy Fleetum and Connor McKim, we're going to make this happen. We're going to jump on an airplane Sunday morning. We're going to go to the game and we're going to jump on an airplane Sunday night and head back home. Quick Vegas trip, day trip. No luggage. There you go. No carry-on. <laughs> no carry-on. Maybe a suit coat. I don't know. Probably a cowboy hat and a Jared Allen jersey. Might <laughs> rope the calf once or twice. We'll see. Oh, six nine. Maybe. Oh, jorts. Maybe some jorts. My sixty-nine. A white cowboy hat. Probably got to grow the stash back out. I'm looking too clean and professional. But what else? The question is, you think about this too, Becker. We'll go to break. What else should I be packing on a trip where we're not bringing any bags? They don't allow bags in the stadium. I mean, I guess I could bring a clear bag. They would allow that. What should I be packing? Well, you're probably not like traveling with that, right? I mean, I could get on an airplane with a clear bag just so they'll let me bring like a phone charger into the stadium, nah, I guess. That's true. You know what I mean? Any essentials, any like ultimate essentials you'll bring. Yeah. Or that's like, about it. You know, how do I, you know, I've never done this. I'm, I'm a guy who loves trying to shove 10 pounds of feces in a five-pound bag, <laughs> especially when it comes to traveling. Yeah. Right? I'll try Like you just said, then that's what made me think of it. You went to, you were about to go to the Gophers game the day before. You went to a Twins game, and you definitely went to a Vikings game in your three nights, two nights in Minneapolis. Like, yeah. that's my kind of party right there. Go, go, go. Let me know if there's something I should be packing. On this, on this doodly jet-setting adventure, we're not bringing luggage. I'm, not, I'm probably going to, I don't know, suit coat, maybe. But it's going to look weird with the jorts and the cowboy hat. Yeah, I don't know. Can't do that. Vegas, Bad baby. Combo. Anyway, 
Thanks to Everything Eddie, Everything Hot Tubs. Check them out, everythinghottubs.com. They're the best. Of course, they got their showroom right there on West Hamden in Cherokee. That's where I bought my tub. The thing about it is when you buy a quality tub, the quality of your life goes up, right? There's like hydrotherapy. There's aromatherapy. There's just therapy. It's therapeutic to be sitting in that hot tub. We do it about twice a week. Kids love it. It's not all that hard to keep clean. Real inexpensive to keep it running. The insulation on these things is unreal nowadays. Everything Hot Tubs with a Z, Diaz. Check them out, everythinghottubs.com. Thanks, Eddie. We'll be right back after this break. Mr. Worldwide to infinity, <laughs> you know the roof on fire. We go boogie, oogie, oogie, jiggle, wiggle, and dance, <laughs> like the roof on fire. We go drink drinks and take shots until we fall out, like the roof on fire. Now, baby, get my booty naked, take off all your clothes, and light the roof on fire. Tell them, tell them, baby, 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 this one, this one always gets the dance floor going. I tell baby, 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 we were doing our big fundraiser for the Catholic school. Raised some good money that night. DJ was good, man. He was playing some good ones. And I just said, hit him with that fireball. They're ready. Man. She wasn't ready. Pitbull. The problem is, though, like, Pitbull's a legend, right? But he don't, like, tell the company line. He don't, you know. He's not a mouthpiece for either party in terms of politics. He just says whatever he wants and that kind of... He's like the Joe Rogan of reggaeton. I don't know, like rubs people the wrong way. But man, Pitbull, he's on fire. I'll tell you what. You want to get the ladies on the floor? Put this one out there. What's going on? Text line hot over there. Speaking of on fire. It's, uh, it's warming up. Yeah. He, Nando's getting, getting heated up over there. What's what's the story? Yeah, Nando. He goes, uh, what? Stop the show. Are you seriously going in on the CSU schedule? The only school in Colorado to produce the most NFL players. Was up on CU, uh, was up on CU, but blew it in the end. But those penalties were a damn joke from Nando and DTC. Um, and then he adds one a couple of minutes after that. Buffs have to be the most overrated circus in town. Give me a break, brother. Man, it's fine, man. I, I think if you were a circus, you'd want butts in your seats, right? You'd want people to pay to see your freaks. And I'm just telling you, man, I was there last year for the Arizona State homecoming game on Halloween. All the pretty ladies were dressed up, looking fine. By the third quarter, there was nobody in that stadium. It looked a lot like the Hail Mary that beat Boise State, right? There was nobody in that stadium. So I know what it's like, and I was there. I was still there. I was apologizing to Matt Wayne Kane, Mr. Cheetah. I said, Cheetah, man, sorry for bringing you to this game. I thought more people would be here. This sucks, man. And now. This sucks, and I hate my life. I can't even invite Cheetah to the game because I got to bring Becker and I got to bring Miles Dunklin. I got to bring all these other guys that I owe for all their hard work. And Danny Williams kind of weaseled his way in somehow to the biggest game of the year. But <laughs> I, I, and you had your shot. The one tough team on your schedule early was the CU Buffs. And you had them. You had them. Until you didn't. Becker, were you there for that game? Yeah. 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 <laughs> well, read me the early part of the schedule. Do you have it up? Did we did uh, we have yes. it? Did you see it? Because 
I just remember seeing it on my fridge this morning and was like appalled at the first four games. Like I think Middle Tennessee's in there, and I don't even remember the other school. It was like North State or something like that. Yeah, Middle Tennessee, uh, Middle Tennessee State. They had Utah Tech. Utah Tech. <laughs> that, that's not a school. That, that's not a football school. That's not a college, is it? Utah Tech. They are the Utah Tech Trailblazers. I like when Utah Tech. Two and eight this season. Two and eight. That was the one that really threw me off, right? I mean, Air Force losing to Hawaii, that bothers me. But not as much as CSU beating Utah Tech. Utah Tech. Get out of here. You're going to get to a bowl game. I mean, we could schedule them Utah Techs too. But we got Nebraska. They're mad at us. They're, they're rivals. We got Colorado State. We're playing the showdown. We got a showdown. State's going to show up no matter what. And I cheer for State. I want State to win. I want them to make a bowl game. I don't want them to be on the bottom. Me too. It's better when everyone's oh, good. I love that stadium. Do you know what I like about that stadium too? Obviously the beer garden. Love a good beer. That new Belgian deck they got. But when you walk into the stadium, it's sunken in the ground a little bit. Right? You like walk in at that beer deck and it's sunken in. I've always liked that. I've always liked stadiums where you kind of walk into the middle of them and look down into them as opposed to Man, that, that stadium is as good as it gets. And Jay Norvell's a good coach. He's a damn good coach. I think. I think what he's been able to do with this team in his second year. Yeah. Yeah. He didn't have nothing last year. Jay Norvell's done some nice stuff. Getting better. It's a little better this I mean, year. Let's not yeah. be clowning the Buffs. Like, the bu- every game the Buffs played is against a good team. Go through the Buffs schedule. Where's the easy wins? There aren't any. There aren't any. There wasn't any easy wins. So, you know what? Fernando, I still love you, brother. I love you, and I'm pulling for the Rams to win the rest of their games this whole season. Without a doubt. Oh, man, I was pulling so hard for Air Force to win. Of course, the game my son and my wife go to is the game where they don't score a touchdown and fumble four times against their big military rival. Oh, they went to the Army one? Oh. Oh. Gosh, and I'm over there. And I'm over there in Golden, Colorado, calling my 11th touchdown of the game. 77 to 3. Or diggers. Hey, it was a. Uh, Have you seen the story about the Ferris State coach? No. No, but this past weekend was 82 to 0. So oh, 77 gosh. to 3 ain't nothing compared to 82 0. So the second time they scored 80. They scored 80, 82, and 77 in, their, in three of their games this year. And it's. They're, Nail not, biters. they're not pouring it on. Like, they're not being rude. They're just hard to guard. But did you hear the Ferris State head coach? Last year, they won the championship. Yep. Beat School of Mines in McKinney, Texas, I think, somewhere somewhere yep. down there. Exactly. Right? They're going, go easy on that cigar, boy. They're all going Joey Burrow, smoking stogies in the locker room. <laughs> and the head coach, the head coach of Ferris State has to miss this upcoming playoff game against Grand Valley State, in-state rival. Because they were doing cigars in the locker room? Cigars in the locker room. Oh, that's illegal? Regis Jesuit. That's just, oh, Danny Philemon. I heard about that one. Great coach. Great man. Tell me what happened. Do you know what happened? No. A song was played yeah, or something? Yeah, uh, Tooted and Booted, I heard was played. And that is what? I'm just an old, I'm a 42-year-old now, everybody. I don't know about your TikToks. I'm just a caveman. When you toot it and boot it plays, I get scared. <laughs> What's Toot It and Boot It? It's it's a song. Uh, I mean, it's it's a rap song. There's always bad, uh, bad references yeah. in those, but... There was some video that came out, and he was—I don't even know what he was doing in the video, but apparently it got on the socials, and 
um, caused them to be suspended for the Grandview game. For the Grandview game, and where they what were do you the know what happened. Yeah, they were the higher seeded. They were like the six. Grandview was like the eleven or something, something like that. Don't hold me to it. But Danny Philman, by the way, coached at the Colorado Youth Football Invitational. Regis Jesuit volunteers his time, right? Brings his staff. They volunteer their time for the kids at the Youth Invitational. He's a great man. We've, we interviewed him on the sideline. He's there for all the right reasons. Yeah, pretty sure his son's on the team, And too. he dances in the locker room in a weird way, and that sets people off. Soft. You smoke a cigar, like the McKinney, Texas, whatever, they find him, and they, they're like, you guys aren't welcome back or something like that. They were really mad that someone broke their tobacco policy when they're hosting the championship game. That would be like they would be mad if you got champagne on their lockers. We got to do better than that. Suspending them from a playoff game is asinine. I mean, there's different ways to go about it. That would be like taking all the corks in the drawer over there and throwing them away because Danny Bailey didn't know I was going to make an art project out of them. Ugh. Anyway, let's go to break. One more quick segment after this. We're having a good time. It's Vikings week, right? It's Russell Wilson. Is he legit week? If he beats Joshua Dobbs, does that give you credit? Or if he loses to Joshua Dobbs, does he lose credit? I wonder what it's going to be. Like, if he beats Dobbs, he's supposed to. You know? If he beats... I don't know. If he if he, if he beats this Vikings defense, though, that's going to be a story. But it's... Give them some credit. I mean, for real. Dude, Vance Joseph's got these, these Bronx playing hard. And you know what? Ever since 56 got back, Baron Browning... Kansas he, City, man. He was especially good he in that is one. He is nice. Bro, he is nice. And you know what I like about, like, there's a plenty of dudes in Denver that are get all hot and bothered about Jerry Judy, Albert Ogilwekamamuam, Chad Kelly. We can go on and on, all these crazy names. But, dude, the Baron Browning ones come true. So all you guys that have been back in Baron Browning from the get-go, I used to crack jokes. Like, I'm not, I'm not doing depth chart linebacker Baron Browning stuff. That boy can play. That dude is a difference maker. Jonathan Cooper as well. Zero. Man. Zero's everywhere. Cooper has been excellent. And then you look at these freaks like Randy Gregory, right? It's just a freak of nature and you're like, homeboy can't even get in the backfield and ruffle nobody's feathers. What's ha- what's happened in the past rush since Gregory left? It's gotten yeah, a lot better. The pressure. It's it started. There is such a thing as addition by subtraction. Hey, one segment Bones left. Island. Three down, one to go. Come back and feel the flow. Smile High Morning Show. The official dentist of Smiling High is Dr. Kenny Burson, the Denver Dentist and Implant Center. Dr. Kelsey Majors there as well. 303-731-2005. They're high tech. Above the neck, right? They take good care of you, man. They got the TVs on the ceiling. They got the pillows. They got the heated blankets. All this, man. They they want to make an otherwise not comfortable experience be the most comfortable experience. The official dentist is Smiling High. That's my guy. Dr. Kenny B. at the Denver Denison Implant Center right there on East 17th Avenue. Vikings week. Just a couple days away. What time do you think I should get there to tailgate? I got a kid with me and stuff. I'm not trying to get all 
crazy, but I do like getting there early and just seeing all the fun and the festivities. You got a time and a place I should go try and tailgate at? Ooh, I'd say between 3.30 and 4. Okay. I think that would probably be good. Could give you a couple hours. Yeah. Um. Oh, what's the lot? Lot B, I think, is the one I usually go in or when, when I go. It's got all the... Um, uh, you know the the motorhomes that park outside and uh, right, the RVs. Right. Is that down by the monuments, like down it's below? By, yes, that's exactly where it's by. I think Gate Eight is the one that's like where the closest one. And I can just go to any of these lots and park as long as they're not uh, full. I don't know about. T- I never get get there that early for tailgating, so it might be different if you get there super early. There's like VIP lots you got to have. It looks like there's some you got to have credentials for, but like Lot M down there. I feel like that's the one kind of by Mile High Station. That looks like red. What does red mean? What does red mean on this map? I'm trying to figure out when when to get there, how to get there, how to get in and out without too much traffic. Ask uh, ask Bree and them. They're always tailgating, right? Right. I see them all the time on, on social. That's a good spot. There. They that's, would know better than I. Bree's in the know. That's for sure. I, I like getting there early, and I think George is going to want to go into the stadium early, try and see Justin Jefferson warming up. Is he getting ready to get locked down by PS2? Is he day-to-day? Is he going to play? I think he's going to play. They haven't officially activated him. I know, like, on Fantasy, he's still listed with an IR designation. Really? But I'd be surprised if he didn't come back. When do they have to undesignate? Is that by, like, Thursday of the week? Is today the day? I think Friday. I think tomorrow. Because that's when the official injury report comes out. For the weekend? Yeah. Okay. That'll be interesting to see. I mean, I I can only imagine there's, there's a couple guys out there that would love to have Jefferson back, namely Addison, right? Namely Jordan Addison Definitely. and Hawkinson too. I mean, he's been doing all this without Jefferson in there. Imagine if one or two more eyes, one or two more guys are taking off, you know, taking off of Hawkinson's coverage. When Hawkinson plays well, the Vikings win games, right? Who's that for the Broncos? Is it Cortland Sutton? I'd say right now for sure. Is Cortland Sutton? If Cortland has a good game, the Broncos. Odds of winning are much yeah, higher. Him or Javante Williams, one of the two, I'd say. Right, Javante. It'll be interesting to see which running back shines. It, is it going to be cold? I feel like there's snow coming. Is it going to be here by Sunday? Is it? I'm going up to the mountains. We'll see. We shall see. Man, what a day! What a, what a, what a show. We we planned it all for you from start to finish. We got so much extra we'd love to get to, but we only got one hour, guys. For Danny Williams, who's uh. He's at a funeral with the family. We miss you. We love you, buddy. Uh, for Alex Becker, he runs the show. I run the show. Nobody does it better than Becker. I'm Coach G from the LLC. I'm representing the 303. I got nothing but love for all my ladies and brubs. And uh, we'll see you. We love you. And good night, Sheila. Good night. Good night. Thank you, Sheila. Bye, Terry. Bye, Sheila. I'll never forget tonight. Bye, Terry. All right, Alan, whatever. Go inside. Bye, Sheila. See you, see you, Terry. Bye, Sheila. I don't know if you heard me. Bye, Terry. Bye, Sheila. Other, other bins. All your diamonds up. Could we in this bitch? Another game. Photo shoot fresh. Looking like wealth. I'm about to.